All right, everybody, welcome back to Three Things with Greta Lee. I am Greta, and today we are back for a whole other episode. I have a ton of energy right now. I don't know why. It's Friday. Yay, Friday. You're listening to this on Sunday, though. I don't know how it's going yet. Um, If you guys are liking that these come out on Sunday, I don't even know if I have enough people to say that they like that or not, but that's the schedule I'm still going with. Release on Sunday, story on Sunday, and then I'm kind of just been posting on Wednesdays or Thursdays, but I need to get better at sharing more with you guys throughout the week. In my last episode, I forgot to mention on manifesting your soulmate love of your life, Beyonce, you really don't have to be um, single. You can totally manifest an engagement, a ring, when you are like with your significant other. I think what I started doing was we had our ring picked out already. So I would like look at my hand and like visualize my ring on my hand. And I think like that helps, I guess, me. I have no idea. But yeah, that there are definitely like tips and tricks when you are manifesting ways to channel your energies and your mind to like get to that goal with your significant other. But of course, there has to be like some give and take. I've heard stories or I've even read stories in the game of life. There's a story, it's super interesting. This woman was with her significant other, was dating him, and like asked Florence is the writer of this book like asked Florence to give her her soulmate and Florence you know said like by divine right everything is by divine right and you know if I I always dreamed of like marrying a doctor which isn't true I never did but if I always dreamed of that and it wasn't my divine right that's just not who you're going to end up with and so in the book the game of life you know, she was trying to channel her significant other and the person she was with was not who she was supposed to be with by divine right. And so that man like left her life and then she was able to meet a new person. And that even happened. Oh, I forget what podcast it is. There's another podcast I listened to on manifestation and even she, it happened to her as well that she was with the man And it didn't work out, but she said, like, she had to be, she had to have been with this man to get to the man she's with now. So, just so you're aware, like, you can be in a relationship to, like, manifest that marriage, but there's going to be the action involved with it and also the give and take of you and your partner. So, that's something I wanted to share when I released my episode and shared it on Thursday with my post, I kind of forgot to mention that part. So I need to start sharing more tidbits with you all during the week about things like that. But for today, for this episode on three things with Greta Lee, we are talking about the three decor staple pieces you need in your home, apartment, what wherever you're living, and how you can actually channel manifest the energy of your dream home and where you're living the space you are in 
So, I'm actually going to get started today on the three things in your space. So, for me, um, I'm in an apartment. My fiancé and I moved in together in May. We were technically boyfriend and girlfriend at the time, but we moved in together in May. And, of course, I liked it all the decorating. Sorry, babe. Yeah, I, I got his opinion, though, like, especially on colors, because... I, for one, I'm very reflective of the colors around me, the space I'm in, like, I'm just, it does affect your energies and mood. And so I did ask him, like, I okayed all of this stuff before purchasing. But, um, overall, I was so, so excited to decorate it. There's tons of ideas out there. And we were also working on a budget, so I wanted to make sure that, I wasn't spending, like, thousands of dollars on throwing things up on my wall and making it, like, look all pieced together. So, a lot of these ideas are kind of DIY, but, of course, I definitely had to go out and purchase, like, little things here and there. So, I am just going to get into it. My top three things for your space that I at least think make it come together is wall decor, pillows and throw blankets and then just little decor objects here and there that just speak to you and bring you joy as Marie Kondo would say. So that's kind of broad so I'm gonna like touch into each one of them. So for the first one wall decor. I think filling walls is probably one of the hardest things to do in a space because you can be in a space that has so many walls and you need to make them all like coordinate and not look so like jambled up or things don't like go together and then you can also have walls that are huge and you don't know how to fill them and yeah how to make this wall not seem like naked so my walls was probably the first thing I tried to tackle and I kind of came in like knowing what I wanted to use and I wanted like a big clock so I have a big clock above our TV and then I use frames so that's probably my favorite thing to like use in a space is frames and for lots of people you can put pictures in them um, art pieces yourself in them or what I actually did in our living room and then above our bedroom was I had scraps of fabric from the building I actually work in all these showrooms like dump their scraps so I like took a bunch of scraps and yeah pieced together this fabric collage and that's what I have in frames above our tv and bed so it just kind of brings another element to the space and I'm not big on like throwing big pictures up on my wall I guess. I have a little gallery wall of like five by seven photos of like my family and friends, me and my fiance, but I have never like blown a big picture up yet and like hung it up. So that's, I kind of just wanted something like neutral. So that's why I chose the frames with some artsy pieces in it which I did myself so that's the first thing for wall decor and then like I said wall clocks I feel like that's a classic but any kind of thing like that but I think then my two other favorite things that I did on our wall was 
I pieced together, basically it looks like a whole art piece, and I kind of got the inspiration from a piece off of Target, honestly, probably. I found these, like, giant rings at Michael's, and they're supposed to be for wreaths, I think, like a wreath ring where you, like, tie florals and stuff around it to make a wreath. Well, I found those. I found three wood ones. Or two wood ones. I don't know if I have three or five up on my wall. I have no idea. But I found these wood wreath rings. Like big circles. That's what they are. Big circles. And then gold ones that were already like spray painted gold. And so I picked those up and basically placed them on my wall in a collage. And I'll share this. Obviously it's going to be on my Instagram post or my Instagram story. So that is what one decor piece that I did myself on our wall that I'm I like how it turned out I don't know if it'll stay there forever but um that's one piece again again my style for this apartment has been has been very like um oh my gosh I'm blanking modern modern and artsy I guess which is not my style I my dream home is like restoration hardware but for some reason this is the look that came together for this apartment and it's working so, yeah, kind of more modern and very, yeah, art-focused, abstract is the word. It's very abstract. And so then my third wall decor piece um, that I love and would recommend in any home, any wall, is I have this giant painting that I also did myself, and I love how it turned out. Definitely had no inspiration for this painting, all I started doing was picked out all my colors and threw them on and basically was just making lines. So that was another piece I did. And I also made one for our bedroom as well to put on our dresser, like a giant canvas. And I got a really good deal on the canvases at Michael's. I think they were like buy one, get one half off. So, in total, once I bought paintbrushes and the paints themselves, I think it was probably around $50. I, I want to say it was like $50, maybe $60, compared to like an $80, $100 um, big canvas that I would have bought at like Home Goods or something. And this one was like perfectly what I wanted, so it turned out, and that was another thing I put on our wall. So that is the first thing to tie a space together in your decor. Like I said, it just makes it feel not so open and naked and bright and it just brings the space together and makes it like cozy, I guess. Depending on your style. I mean, and there's so many ways you can style your walls. Shelves are another good one. Um, but that's what I have in my space and that's what I thought I would touch on. So the second one was um, throws and blankets. I almost forgot. How could I forget? Throws and blankets. Probably my favorite thing. Um, throw pillows and blankets. Throw pillows, throw blankets. I could probably buy every pillow in the store if I wanted and every blanket in the store if I wanted. In college, I think I had like an actual problem where I would buy any pillow I saw, oh, and when Pier 1 was going out of out of sale, when they were going out of business, 
they had all these pillows for like dirt cheap they're like a few bucks a piece and I bought like two more for my college bedroom which I did not need because I already had like four already so pillows was always my thing and I've been good now that we are apartment living and we have limited storage space I haven't gone crazy but that is where I got our living room pillows was on sale at Pier 1 when they were closing and then our other two pillows they came with the couch and now a lot of people I think we usually like put these pillows away but for us because this couch isn't like our forever couch I well, I was like, I'll keep the pillows, and the sales associate actually recommended going to Hobby Lobby, and Hobby Lobby has these pillow covers that you can buy, and I think they have multiple sizes, but they have these pillow covers that have a zipper, and you can shove the pillow in there, and it was genius, and we found the two at Hobby Lobby on sale again for like nine bucks because usually they are kind of expensive. I want to say they're maybe like 20, 12 or 24. 12 isn't that bad, but yeah, they can't be 24. I think they're like 12 bucks, but we got these on clearance for like six or nine dollars, I think. So it really wasn't like an extra cost to get these. It would have been more expensive to get new pillows. So that is another little secret to pillows. Otherwise, pillows are super easy to make if you ever wanted to make some out of fabric remnants. The only downside on that is usually, you know, you can wash the cover then. Um, but if you make your own, making a cover may be in your skill set or not. It's not in my skill set. So, but pillows definitely, again, bring a space together and... They're great when guests are over, if they need one or anything like that. I just love the look of them. And blankets, too, can tie a space together. We have a cute little um, blanket basket, I would say. We throw our blankets in there. And then we have one on the couch now because I got an extra one for Christmas. But, yeah, so I love those for any space and... You can layer them however you like in any colors, patterns, change them out with the season. But that's probably number two decor staple. And it's definitely functional too. So that helps. But the third objects are probably not as functional. The third decor piece, which is like straight up decor, is like the little objects you like in your space. So, I think for these for a space, they are really, they're there to, like, tell people of who you are. And, like I said, they're there to bring joy and be something that you want in your space. So, for me, like, in our living room, I knew I wanted, like, a coffee tray table. Like, that was something that I envisioned. You may envision, like, a stack of books and plants um, and lights but for me, I wanted this coffee tray and I have like a little, I think it's called an atrium, but it's not an atrium because it's like one of those globe things. I have one of those. I got it at Ikea and I had like a little fake plant in it for a while. And then for Christmas, I found these mini snowballs and they're actually still in there. I need to take them out after January because I don't want any more snow. So... 
yeah, I filled it with like white snowballs and I was actually thinking when I was thinking of this podcast, I was thinking of filling it like for February with little like red and pink hearts cut out of something. I don't know what, or even if I found like little like Valentine's Day confetti or something, I don't know. So that's kind of like a fun thing for me that I like. I've always wanted one. I don't know why. It also reminds me, it's like the Beauty and the Beast, where they have the flower and the glass cover. That's what it is. So, like, I have that, and then we have a candle and our coasters on it. But that was, like, kind of an a decor object that spoke to me, I guess. And a lot of people say, like, oh, it's clutter. It's just a dust collector. And you can totally Kim Kardashian, Kanye West, your home even though they're divorcing, you can totally do that to your space and, like, white walls, no objects, like, clean. That's totally, if that is what speaks to you, of course this is going to be pertain way different. But I think the little objects are just what makes our space. And again, it can also be functional as well. I have two shelves above our sink. They're open shelving. And so I ended up styling those with things from our kitchen. So I have cake stands up there, um, some jars, and then I have like little pots that we use sometimes and a recipe box. So they're objects, but they're also like functional and something that I enjoy. On the other side, like where our little coffee bar is, I have a gold tea set that I got a while ago for Christmas that I kept on on our shelves. So You can do things like that where it works. I mean, in our bedroom, my fiance, his watch box is like on the dresser. And so instead of it being tucked away somewhere, it's kind of out on the dresser more as like a decor, like styling piece. So I like to incorporate things like that when I can in decor, especially with the objects, because I know we all like want to try and be less cluttered and you know less dust collectors but those are just little things I like to my eye so I mean with all of this decor in your space in your home obviously everyone's going to envision something different they're all gonna feel a different way in their space so they may not want things on their walls they may not want a bunch of pillows and blankets around but it's all about what you visualize And that's kind of where we start to manifest and attract the space and home we are living in. For me personally, I'm going to share into my story. So story time again. Um, For me, I now this is something like I never was hardcore, like manifesting and attracting. It's more like my manifestation stories and the way that the law of attraction has, like, been seen through me has all come through, like, after something has happened. Like, after I met my fiancé, I realized, like, holy crap, I just manifested him. And after we had been in our apartment, I was like, holy crap, I just, like, did I manifest this apartment? And now, like, the more I dive into the law of attraction and hear more stories, I totally can say that I did. Um, and again, I'm a huge visualizer. Like I said, like I visualize the ring on my finger, um, 
we'll get into my like start of my career, but I visualized myself in the building I work in. And so for me, that's probably my biggest tool of attracting what it is I want. And so it may be not what you are good at when it comes to manifesting and attracting. You may be better at journaling, which I am bad at. I need to get better at. So you may be good at journaling or you may be good at speaking things into existence. But so for me, I the things I've visualized, I can see have come through. And in this apartment specifically, now we toured it, of course. So I think it helped me visualize the decor and the setup. But the overall apartment itself, I, I always kind of thought in my head or... Maybe even I've said it before, but I always wanted a space that was like bright and white and just like very open and something that works within like my style and what I enjoy aesthetically. And this apartment ended up being just that. I mean, the walls are all like a light gray. The trim is white and it's a super open concept. Our kitchen is open to the living room of course and then there's like this open pathway from the bathroom to the bedroom and so it's really probably everything that I could have imagined but I guess even more and this apartment has like huge windows which like I said I always envisioned myself in like a bright space and I grew up in a home with huge windows and I I would always remember like sitting on the couch thinking I want like big windows like that in my future home and we've I've gotten there in this apartment and so it's just another tool another insight I want to share with you all that you can imagine the space you are in and you can attract that and manifest it there's also a story in um, The Secret if you haven't watched The Secret yet on Netflix I don't know if I talked about that movie yet, but that movie went into a bunch of different scenarios and there was actually a guy who created a vision board and he put this house on a vision board and he ended up moving and so the the box got wherever his vision board was lost so he never really had it out next to him but one day his son brought him this board and was like, what is this? And he was looking at his vision board and he realized that the house on his vision board was literally the house he was living in. And of course, I don't know how, how accurate that can be. If you can put an actual place on there and like it become the place. It did happen to my sister though. We, um, she had a vacation spot on her vision board And we were supposed to go to Canada last summer. Didn't happen. I don't know when it will. But we, my parents had booked the cabin that we were going to be at. And whatever she found out what it was. And my sister said that's the exact place I put on my vision board. So you can, I think you can manifest like actual physical things. I mean, you could do it with a car. Put a Range Rover on your vision board and you'll be in a Range, Range Rover if you want. So maybe this guy did he did get the actual house that was on his vision board. But there are, I mean, it, so it's possible. Like, 
it's possible to attract anything you want, but you can specifically, like, get specific about the home you want to be in, the space you want to be in, you know, down to the colors and, like, the carpet even if you want. And so, yeah, that's another story. Again, it's not, like, as hard and concrete as my manifesting my fiancé, but when you think about it or when I think about it, just the colors and the whole layout and aesthetic is probably something I've always thought about and dreamed about and haven't actually like never spoken into existence yet or drawn it out. But we will see where I go in our next home and maybe I can share more into that even. So this was kind of a quick little episode, I guess, even though I talked forever, but I really just wanted to get into three things to keep in your decor and to let you all know that you can manifest your dream home, the dream space you desire to be in. So that's kind of all I have for you today. Um, We'll talk next time on the next episode. Otherwise, follow along my Instagram, Styling Life by G, if you want more insight to my home decor. I even post a lot of like my food on there. So yeah, I do kind of more fun things on there. Maybe I'll start doing it on my personal page as well. But this is what I wanted to share today with three things. And we will chat again next time. Bye everyone.